Welcome to Real Black Country, the Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. And today, I have coffee. <laughs> That's my brothers and sisters. Today, I'm chilling. I'm shellaxing. And I got a nice cup of coffee, right? So we just going to relax. And we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk about history. And ultimately, we're going to talk about why black folks in the Americas and the territory that we call the United States will never get reparations. We, it, it, we're never going to get that money. We're never going to get that land. It's not going to happen. It's just what it is. Would I like it to happen? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool if we got property and we got uh, money and everything else. But, you know, based on what we've been told as a people, as a community, as a village, it doesn't even match up with history. And, you know, sometimes I sit around and I'm like, yo, where in the hell are people get this? We sweep. God damn, I feel like we just be be repeating the same old things that we heard over and over and over i mean you know we go and listen to Reverend biscuit and he you know we always heard these messages because they trying to make our people you know you know our plight so synonymous with the children of israel right in egypt and this whole 400 years of bondage and this and that and and um yeah a lot of that comparison is true indeed when you start talking about reparations and restitution, like that's something different, because it's a we we we. I think what we do, or what we're doing, I should say, right? You know, I want to speak the king's English proper, right? The best that I can. We taking apples and we taking oranges and we kind of mixing it together. And then when you go before these devils in D.C., it can't be mixed up apples and oranges. It have to be cut and dry. And nothing is really cut and dry because we've been going off this hearsay so long. Right. This victim explaining that is just it's not the same as talking to these folks in D.C. It's not the same. Right. So we're going to have a conversation about that because, man, ironically, I felt like we just talked about this and maybe a conversation ago. Uh, when we was talking about Dane And we were talking about Tariq And you know Calling our people black as a racial classification We was kind of You know I feel as though You know we touched on it but we talk about it again It's just conversation right On Twitter There was a pretty decent post Right and uh, it was a sister She posed a question And the question that she posed was Why don't Jews Right, small hats act as oppressed as black people. Now she was just asking about these people as a whole, right? These small hats, they don't walk around or have the image of being oppressed like black folks do, right? Then a brother responded. He said, "Small hats received Israel as a state." He continued to say that Germany paid $33 billion in reparations. Then he made a point number three. He said the Holocaust survivors get 
$300 annually. Point number four he's making. U.S. gave $12 million in reparations to Holocaust survivors in 2015. Point five the brothers making. U.S. agreed to give Israel over $38 billion in 2016 over a 10-year period. Okay. So, all right. He just speaking. They're talking. I like this kind of stuff. You know, many of you guys that come to our podcast, we say, listen, it's the comments that, boy, that get that blood boiling when you start hearing them comments because get, it get powerful. It get transactional, right? You get the, that's that's really where it's at. Not complaining because here on Real Black Continents Forum Podcast, we say the comments is the engine and the fuel to the machine. Not no complaining and shit like that. Not making 50 posts and you just complaining about all the content. That's not, you know what I mean? Like, yo, if, if we disagree, we just disagree. The black man is the original man. That's it. That's just my position. You can, if you just posting any old thing outside of that, we just going to disagree. You know what I mean? And I just can't see how somebody can go to somebody's channel over and over just to disagree with them. I just, you know, maybe this. I don't know. Sometimes our people they think debating and commenting is a, you know, you can tell when somebody is trying to learn something, and you can tell when somebody is trying to get their point across. If you want to get your point across, get your platform, get your own channel popping, talk about what you want to talk about. Hey, hell, you can use you know, you can use Real Black Content Forum podcast. You can use our name in your conversation. Say, hey man, Big VJ is saying this. He's wrong, and then you go to your and put up point A, B, and C, and D. Hey, that's cool. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Do your thing, but just to challenge, 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 because you know it all. Just if you know it all, just go know it all. But maybe that's a different story for a different day, right? We talking about that chicken. We gonna get that free chicken? <laughs> that's what we talking about today. Free chicken, right? That's gonna be a new hashtag. Hashtag free chicken, right? So we're going to talk about the brother. He made another point and it's going to go directly into the conversation that we're going to have today. He continues to respond to the sister and he says, and we're going back to the Twitter post. And he says, now, how much in restitution slash reparations have black Americans received for being enslaved? Watch the number. 275 years and then suffering through 150 years of second class citizenship in which we were denied housing, loans, education, and kept in extreme levels of poverty. He's asking the question, right? Nothing. Zero dollars, his response is. The brother continued. He's on a roll. He's dropping comments. He's on a roll. Twelve million black men, women, and children were killed in the transatlantic slave trade. Over 20 million black people were enslaved over a period of 275 years. Now, in comparison, scholars have said that 7 million small hats died in the Holocaust, and the Holocaust lasted for about four years, right? So this gentleman, he makes other posts, but we're going to stop it there. Because if you go through the neighborhood, if you go through from any school system, from middle school, high school, college hbcu level when you talk to our people about slavery you're going to get a 400 year 
or 500 years or you're going to get um, maybe like the brother 275 years worth of slavery and um, okay these are just numbers that our people are fully aware of somehow we take slavery numbers as far as the years is concerned and we tie that in with reparations the problem with doing that is that when you start talking reparations you are now talking about a specific government that is responsible for your enslavement for your pain for your suffering a specific government right okay so here's the question I asked the family because we're going to have a real conversation because black folks I love my people and like I say, you know, if these devils, they're going to print up a check. We're going to receive it. They're going to give some land. We're going to receive it. But it just. If we just talk about reparations from the United States government, I don't see it. I don't see it because the numbers is, is not there. And then there's a backdoor piece that's definitely not there. And we're going to talk about that last. Because that's the it's the key point for reparations is slavery. We're going to close out talking about slavery. And it's going to be an opportunity that I can really just talk to my people. Because since we're talking about slavery, we're going to have to talk about slavery. Right? All right. So, typically I always ask this question. I hear it all the time when we start talking about slavery. Slavery. I say, well, you know. When did slavery start for black folks in America? What was the year? What year did it start? Let me sit. Give me one minute. I'm sipping my coffee. We thinking. I'm sipping my coffee. What year though? Because normally we get the 16, 19, 20 some odd niggas, Jamestown, Virginia. Then they changed the language. It said 20 and some odd Negroes. And now, if you go check it out now, it says 20 and some odd Africans. So it went from niggas to Negroes. Africans, right? Dig that. But what year do you got? Slavery for black folks in the Americas. Where in this North America in particular? What year you got? Who is recorded in the Americas with going into slavery first? Out of all the folks that's here. Mexicans, Indians. When I'm saying Indians, I'm talking about our red Indian brothers. Or was it the Negro Indian that went first? Who went first in the Americas? Because on documents, 1508, Ponce de Leon, who they just so happened to name a city in northern Florida after him, the Puerto Ricans went in slavery first in the Americans. Did you know that? They called them Tainos back in the day. That's Puerto Ricans. That's all. That's it. That's who a Puerto Rican is. They're Tainos. You know, in fact, you know, Puerto Rico, it doesn't mean nothing but rich port. Right. So I got a partner from the Bronx. And when he says he's Puerto Rican, I said, well, me too. <laughs> he's Puerto Rican. I said, shit, me too, bro. Because I'm from Detroit. Detroit is a rich port. That's all Puerto Rico mean. Rich port. Know how many rich ports there are in the United States? 
If you're from New Orleans, you're a Puerto Rican. If you're from Biloxi, you're a Puerto Rican. If you're from Mobile, Pensacola, Miami, you're Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? If you're from, like, that's just kind of like, <laughs> shit. If you're from a rich port, that's just, that's all that really means. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. 1508, though, right? On paper, Puerto Ricans is the first to go into slavery, but they wasn't in the United States. So we talking about the wilderness of North America. Black folks went into slavery when? We typically get the 16, 19 date, official day, right? I always ask my people this because, you know, it, it's a difference between being enslaved and reparations. Because now again, reparations, you're pointing to a government that is responsible for what you you're pain and suffering, right? If we are suing the United States government, because you got to walk with me now, the United States government did not exist until 1776. This is why we popping firecrackers every July 4th. We, you know, we drinking that cheap beer. You know what I'm saying? We smoking that Reggie. You know, we popping firecrackers all in the sky and in the air. You know, we, you know, you're trading dollars to get an object that you're going to put on fire that's firecrackers you're trading your money for that i never figured that out you know i never got it so but anyway maybe that's a different story for a different day but this is what that whole thing is about you busting guns as a reenactment you busting guns to separate from those devils across the pond 1776 is when the united states was born and when the United States was born, it just didn't automatically take over all 50 states. That was a gradual process. There was no 50 states yet. But I just want to deal with some dates. We're going to talk about dates, right? If the United States wasn't born until 1776, okay, we have to write that one date down. The second date we have to find is when did slavery end? In the territory that we call the United States. We come up with what? 1865. Passed by Congress. Then you, you go and do that whole 13th Amendment. And it was the 13th Amendment that did what? It abolished slavery in the United States. Right? They give you the whole little quote. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude. Blase, blase. Except punishment for a crime. You know, that's the little back door to get you back on. You know what I mean? But there was the 1865. So if you don't have to be a genius to the just now it's regular math. 1865 minus 1776 is 89 years. So I'm like, God damn, beloved. I love my people. We got to stop. We love Reverend Biscuit and Reverend Porkchop and all these guys that come along, these pro black figures. And they start throwing these big numbers out. And they start talking about reparations. Okay, but damn, you talking about United States is responsible for 89 years of your pain and suffering on the plantation. How much money you think you're going to get out these folks for 89 years? 89 years? That's not even 89 years, bro. That's the real number. I'm trying to figure it out. Somebody got to help me make it make sense. That politician, that devil, that Democrat devil, he's not going to tell you this. He's going to string you along. That Republican devil, and those those are the guys I really like, is the Republicans. I like the conservative shit. 
We ain't talking politics. Maybe that's a different story for a different day. Right? But they're string they're not even gonna really play that game with you because they just know, like, yo, it's not even the time is not there. When you see your East Indian sister Kamala Harris, and you see Jim Crow, Joe Biden, they are a they are the representatives, the CEO of the United States Incorporated. They they sitting in the big seat. They represent the United. They don't represent America. Mexico is America. Bolivia is America. Colombia is America. All this shit over here is America. Canada is America. Yeah, and you could have been enslaved in the in the Americas for I don't know how many years. Yeah, we can we can make that argument. When you start talking about restitution and reparations, okay, now you're talking about the United States government. That's 1776. That shit stopped in 1865. 13th Amendment. That's 89 years. Now what you got? Now, here's the better question. Because this is the part that black folks absolutely never talk about. See, now the other part of this United States history is that you, black man and black woman, you wasn't here. You came over from Africa. Right? So... This is interesting now, right? You came over from Mother Africa. You know, you was at the bottom of a ship and they brought you over and then they got you here. You went to some auction block. They sold you. And then you went to the plantation and that's where you began your servitude, right? Now, it's it's 2022 and we're talking about reparations still. And we're talking about reparations from slavery, right? The weirdest thing to me is that when I start talking to my brothers and sisters about history and we start talking about slavery, the thing that's interesting is that black folks don't even know what plantation they came from, the average one. They don't know. You know, I, I hear this, you know, guys come on the channel, they come to the podcast and they start, they say, you know, uh, slavery was, uh, it was a, Wait, wait, one gentleman said, God damn, he said uh, something about it's beast of you work like a beast. You know, you didn't some some kind of crazy. And my response every time somebody talk about the horrors. And I say when I say somebody, I'm talking about black folks. When they talk about the horrors of slavery, I say, well, damn, brother, sister, what plantation did your family come from? They don't know. So, you know what that means? Hollywood gave these negroes their history they don't really know their history slavery is a bad thing because they watch roots it's not something that came down from their family line and they said man them devils ain't worth shit we did this and we did that that's not their story they watch roots or they went to harvard or they went to columbia or they went to ohio state or north carolina state and got some book from some devil and he gave them their history through a book and he told you slavery was this slavery was that and you went with it because you just didn't listen to your family. It is the weirdest thing for our people to talk about slavery and can it, can't even point out the plantation that they supposedly came from. So it's like when I talk to our people, it's not even the same conversation. You know, when it comes to my family, me, Big VJ. My family is from the Kirkland Plantation. That's what I call it, the Kirkland Plantation, like Django. You know, when you hit Jamie at the very end, he's uh, having an issue with that house, nigga. Sam, 
And Sam said, man, there'll always be a Candyland. I said, damn, Sam, he's not lying because it's always going to be a Kirkland. But now if we did the legwork, the actual plantation that my family is from is Kirkwood Plantation. Right? And the last owner that my family was in business with, in dealings with, his name is Foster Kirksey. You can look him up. Small little city in the old country, which we call Alabama, the heart of Dixie. And in this territory, it's called Utah. But the plantation is in Greene County, Alabama. Right. And I have to go like if I'm counting myself back, if I just count the dads all the way back. I want to say with me, it'd be like seven. You take me out. It's like six dads ago. My dad, his dad, his dad, his dad, his dad, his dad. Boom, we're back on the plantation, right? And then you got, we got like two generations on the plantation. And then you see my family move south to a place called Thompson, Alabama. And then they have their quote unquote farm. Because I, I begin to learn there's a play on words. When the devil got it, it's a plantation. When our folks got it, it's a farm. It runs exactly the same. It didn't run no different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they they produced the same thing. They uh, bagged and sold the same thing. It was the same thing. But it's a play on words, right? You got to be. I think I talked about that before. You know, even so much, you know, like I said earlier, how Hollywood give most of our people their history. They don't really know their history. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to slavery, they watching slave movies, my people I'm talking about, and they see the term master being thrown around. Master Johnson, Master Williams, Master Smith, you know, um, Master Cunningham. And we don't know, you know, because we coming from English, right? We coming from our contemporary version of English. We see this term master and we think, oh, this is the guy in strength. This is a guy in the position of strength. He's the master. He's massa. We don't know about British colonial America, though. We don't know about Limeyland. We don't know about the culture of how they speak and talk English. Because master just means the most skilled person on the plantation. That's number one. Right? Because these are British people. So, again, master means the most skilled person. And then the second definition of master is somebody, a male that is under the age of 18. Right? Because when he's under 18, he's master. Master Williams, Master Smith, Master Charles. When he's over 18, he's a sir. He's a mister. He's no longer a master. Right? So once you figure out the plantation that your people is from and you get again, I say our people watch Hollywood and we just see as a master this as a master. And he just got the whip and his, this the strongest devil on the planet. And then you get to learn real history. You say, man, that's not what master even means. It don't even mean that. It means something totally different. But, but dig, I talked about this before. You know, many of us, we grew up off Quincy Jones. We grew up off Will Smith. We watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And it was a butler. His name is Jeffrey. And Jeffrey was what? A black butler from Limey Land. 
And what did he call Will? Master Will. What did he call the the uh, the nerd Carlton? He called him Master Carlton. Why did he? Because they were under eighteen. They was not old enough to be misters. He was giving our people a snapshot of what the culture was like in Limeyland. British. British talk. But see, we don't. Our people, we don't know. We just. But maybe that's a different story for a different day. I say all that to say this. Our people don't know their history. You know, we talk about the census today. Because if you really want to find out the knowledge of your people, you got to go to that plantation first. But don't you know all black folks, you know, some of our people were plantation owners. Everybody wasn't on the plantation in the fields. Some of our people was owners. So then how that reparations thing is going to work when it comes to the because what they do is they just show you all black folks and say, see, all y'all went through this suffering. All y'all went through this hell. Yeah, it could have been suffering in hell. But when we start talking the specifics, I can only speak for the plantation that my family came from. I can't go off a book no more. You know, I read a book that talked about, you know, Big VJ, you got to be careful in using the word motherfucker. Why? Motherfucker. What's up with that? This is street corner talk. No, no, beloved. Motherfucker was what they did to our people in slavery because they made the mom sleep with the son. And produce children How many of you guys heard that story Alright we've all heard it This is one of the horrors Of slavery that we heard about right Alright so this is how I answer that question Okay well what plantation was that What, what plantation did that happen on Because that wasn't my family So whose family was a partaker in that horror Where they had to do that When you start asking that kind of question Nobody knows uh, It wasn't my family I never heard that story What about you Well I never heard that story well, What about you I never. So what are we talking about See, when you don't know your history, they just making it up and giving it to you. I was the most, and I'm going to leave you guys with this. You know what I'm saying? Coming out that west side of Detroit, I was the most pro-African guy on the planet. Africa. Oh, man. Mother Africa. I love Mother Africa. I can tell you about everything back in the day. The Ashanti tribe, the Igbo, the Yoruba, the Ifa, the Hasa. The Maasai tribe. You want to talk about Timbuktu? Let's talk about it. You want to talk about Timbuktu? Let's talk about it. You want to talk about Kemet? Let's talk about it. You want to talk about the Kush kingdoms? Let's talk about it. I'm all for it, baby. I'm here for it. And I'm talking to one of my Detroit brothers. And we're talking about history, right? And then he says to me, he said, you know, I'm talking Africa talk. I'm, you know, we... We in it big. We had the medallions and everything back in the day, right? He said, well, most of our people was already here. What? I never heard that before. Man, get out of here. Maybe for math. You tripping, bro. No, 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 no. No, V, I'm telling you, man, most of our people was already here. No, brother, this is me. No, man, my folks from Africa, you know, I, I might be, you know, back in the day, I come from Mandingo blood, you know, strong Ashanti warrior blood. You know, We just talking that talk. We never seen these tribes, never heard about these tribes before. Somebody in Hollywood gave it to us. We ran with it. He said, man, you know, you go back, find your family, man. Look at your genealogy, man. You see different. These, these different, man. Get up out of here, you know. And now I'm going into my defense mechanism, right? 
Oh man, you just ashamed of being African, man. That's all, you know. We African, I don't care what you say, you just goddamn it, you ashamed and you know, you need to learn your real history, brother. So now he's telling me about his family, and I'm telling him, no, I want to rebut him with a book. No, brother, I got a book. I I got this. So now he's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, what you mean a book? I'm telling you about my own family. You you got the book. In other words, he was trying to say, I know my history. You don't know yours because you got a book. And the people that wrote that book, you don't even know them folks. Just ask your folks. You know what I'm saying? So we're going back and forth for a little while. And you know what? Out of my arrogance, I'm going to shut this brother down. Because I'm thinking to myself, see, what you don't know is, see, my family, my big mom and them, I already know what plantation me and my people came from. I already know. So half of my, you know, the history work, the leg work. That's already done. I'm finna goddamn, when I talk to my big mama, man, I'm finna goddamn come back with some information. I'm finna tell you apart. So what did I do? I go back. I start the research. I already knew the plantation. And then something that was very interesting that I didn't know that, see, the plantation owner, see, they kept records. They kept records because everybody on their plantation was property. And they had to pay property taxes. Now, I don't know this. I, I know about the census part, but no, this plantation owner, he had to keep his own records about everything and everybody, wh whether it was livestock or pro anything that was considered property. He had it, a record on it. Right. So now I go back. I see my family on the books and then something that it threw me off. It embarrassed me. I can look at. My six-time and five-time granddad, and then you can see them with my five and six-time grandmom, and you can see them having children with each other. And then out of the kids, they were split. They'll write this half of the kids down as Indian, and then they was writing the other half down as colored. And I didn't understand why, why the fuck this doesn't even make no sense. Why they they got the same mom and dad? Why would they take these? So now I'm looking at, well, how come? So I look at, now I'm looking at Alabama now, right? When I look at Green County, Alabama, and the city of Utah, it's spelled E-U-T-A-W. In fact, if you go to the plantation that my family is from, they, they turned it into a like a bed and breakfast now. It's like a whole thing now. It's like they turned it to a bed and breakfast, and you can go and see it and it's 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 something right you know what i mean so i'm looking i'm like man why 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 do they do that you know why why would half of the kids be indian and the other half so then i look at an old map of alabama and it's split everything that was around i want to say montgomery going north that wasn't even all of that was the it was called indian country and then everything south of Montgomery was Spanish West Florida. And then went all the way to like to Louisiana. So now, now it makes sense because when they carved out the border for Alabama, you know, they got two different slave numbers. One number is very low. And then when they make the border for Alabama, all of a sudden, in the early 1800s, there's 430,000 slaves. That's <laughs> that's in the heart of Dixie. All of a sudden, when they just changed the border around, when the border swallowed up Indian country, is what I want to say. All of a sudden, bang, 
there's 430 some thousand slam like what what are they now i know they just ain't just speed shipping no boats in from africa all of a sudden they just changing the people names around now i'm embarrassed because i didn't know that all i i just knew what they told me i knew what the history books say that's all i really knew i didn't know to go back to find so i'm saying all that to say this when people come to my platform and they start talking because i do not self-identify as an indian i self-identify as the original man you know what i'm saying i don't go by because our people gonna have a bunch of titles because i'm the original man meaning i don't have a beginning i don't have a my bloodline doesn't it doesn't have a start date so that meaning people that look like me is going to be called i don't twenty thousand names when it's all over it as i say black indian colored maludo negro african-american then 10 years 10,000 years from now we're gonna be called something else we just can't we don't have the luxury to just grab one tribal name and hold on to it if you don't have a birth record there is no original name for your tribe you just been here forever people's gonna call you anything it doesn't matter what you call yourself until you're in power maybe that's a different story for a different day that's what I learned beloved that's what I learned if we're gonna talk slavery talk it's not gonna mean nothing if you don't even know the plantation you came from that's that's the start we got to start there what plantation did you come from what what's the plantation and then once you find that plantation you're gonna look because prior to that time of me finding that myself there was one black man that i knew that was telling black folks that they was indians and he's in jail right now doing 300 years his name is dr malachi z york he was the only black man that i can recall back in the 90s telling our people in the neighborhoods man all y'all ain't from africa you think there's not enough ships to bring all y'all some of y'all was already and he used to name the tribes washita yamasi baba he just go down the line just telling them, nah man y'all was already here and we said man this brother's out his mind he what you mean we was already here we look at the nigerian i look just like him Look at the guy from Senegalese, brother, and the Angola, brother. I look just like him, and I I playing that game, and I didn't know there was people in the South Pacific, you know, from Solomon Islands that looked just like me, too. What is, you know, I didn't know people that was in Australia that looked like me, too. I didn't know. I didn't know that there was people that lived in Hawaii, you know what I'm saying, during the 19th century, the 18th century, and the 16th century that looked just like me. I didn't know. So then I started to put everything together. Damn, how is black folks got a kingdom in Hawaii in the 1700s and 1800s? And I thought we just got off the boat in 1600. Like what? That doesn't make. But hey. <laughs> when you're going behind these devils, you're going to be confused. All I ask on this platform is. Listen, we've been good servants in this country. We've been good servants for the United States government. We've been good students of his story, of history. All your brother VJ is asking you now is just, well, let's see how good of a student you is with your history. We heard his story. What is your story now? We always talked about his story. Okay, brother. Now, when you're talking to me, 
Don't tell me about no Indogo tribe and all this. No, unless you, if, unless that's your family story, don't tell me about no tribe that come from Africa unless that's your family story. When you come here, just talk about your family story. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how many of our people, they don't want to talk about their family story because they don't have one. They have been consumed with the devil's story. We don't even sit back and examine it. The devil told us that Indians, the red, the red Indian nation, they walked across the Bering Strait and came across and populated everything in the Americas. That is the stupidest story I ever heard in my life. I never questioned it. I never thought to question it. And can you imagine regurgitating that? Hey, man, these people walked across the Bering Strait and it's just blase, blase. I'm like, yo, that's not you. You talk to one of these brothers and sisters from these red Indian nations. They're like, man, that's not our story. They can just recall them always being here. Don't you know black and brown people always live around each other? Why would you be any different? Maybe that's a different story. But I Learn your history, family. Learn your history. Give me your family story. Tell me your story. It's not a coincidence that every time you go back and your family, like, your family don't own shit right now. It should be out of you. Damn. Every time you go back in history, you be like, man, you know, my five time granddaddy, he owned all this acres and my six time granddaddy, he owned this. And like, I thought they didn't have shit. I thought he was in slavery. How did he own all this property? Then boom, all of a sudden, when they get to you, they lost it. Well, what happened between now and then? How did he get it in the first place? Oh, you know, I, he, when, when the massa died, you know, the massa, he loved your six and seven time granddaddy. So he gave him some property. Come on, man. Them devils ain't giving you nothing. They didn't come over here to steal this land and give it to your folks. Your folks already had it. <laughs> Look, you've been working for these folks. Check this out. Our people have been working for these folks. Driving their forklifts and high lows and all in their warehouses. And you know what I'm saying? All up and down. Whatever building they built, we've been a part of it. How many times these owners died and left you with anything? Shit never happened. So you think he did that back in 1700? He died and left your people something? Right, he left in the wheel. I, as a, you know, he left in the wheel that, um, you know, or, or, y your people got their freedom papers. He died and left it in the wheel. Your people was free. Come on, man. You think they was matching up signatures? And Come on, man. Just do the, just think about it, man. Think about it. Our people were smarter than you think, beloved. Everything was paperwork. Think about it. And you got to think about this when we start talking about reparations. America was divided up. It was divided up. Portuguese had a piece. Spanish had a piece. French had a piece. The British had a piece. What did the British do? They took, took over everybody else's piece eventually. What kind of currencies was being used before 1776? Hmm? What kind of currencies was being used? I'm asking a question. What was the currency? Your family is from what state? Okay. Which one of the four devils was over that state? What currency was being used? We got to ask a lot of questions. We got to ask a lot of questions, beloved.
But you know, we just give it some time. We'll figure it out. But you got to start at home first. When you want to learn your history, you can't start on the internet. You can't start in the library. You got to start at home with your family. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys for listening, man. Thank you guys for hanging out. Real Black Contest Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ, man. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace.